0: Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, Greg Smith, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. What better way to celebrate a birthday and get things off uh, kicking with, than speaking to you? I mean, i boundary bound be out of bed this morning. Fantastic. You, you, you wouldn't be the um, only person who said that, interestingly enough. Uh, UK is back for January, which is good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, something positive. Yeah, the FTSE in the UK rose 0.8%, and that is as the economy snapped back in January. Uh, GDP also rose 0.8%. Better than expected. Might be doing a bit of this lad tonight myself, but consumer-facing services, they fared pretty well. People were heading back to the pubs and restaurants and food and drink up 6.8% in January. All sectors grew after the Omicron surge a month earlier. Um, and another bit of a theme here, actually, as well, Mike. 0.8% is what the UK economy is expected to be in terms of above pre-pandemic levels. Uh, so that's positive as well. I suppose the key is how... Households are going to deal with rising energy bills. The average UK household is looking at a rise of around about £700 a month from next month. And that's really before the Russia effect. So the government's announced measures amounting to around about £350 a month in relief. But, you know, they're certainly going to be under pressure to do a bit more. Just to digress, Michael, another bit of positive news. Um, the I suppose the fatality rate from COVID has actually now dropped to below that of the common flu. Exactly in England so uh, obviously new immunity and new variants so that's something positive as well. How about our food prices? Well, you know, Mike, I really felt the pinch over the weekend actually filling up the car, but obviously we're getting it at the tills, aren't we? Uh, weekly shop, that surge over the past year, of course, everyone, everyone knows that. And we've got the extent of this reaffirmed on Friday. Stats New Zealand reported that food prices up 6.8% in January. That's the largest rise since July 2011, so we're not, and we're not imagining it. Fruit and veggie prices up an incredible 17%. Tomatoes, broccoli, iceberg lettuce, they're all on a tear. Malt, meat, poultry and fish, Mike, they're up 7%. Grocery food up 5.4%. The only irony, and a bit of a positive, avocados have actually fallen in price over the past year. Um, Is there a glimmer of hope? I suppose you we're wondering that at the moment with what's going on in the Ukraine and and the impact on commodity prices. But food prices did actually soften 0.1% in February. Uh, Tomatoes, and apples are amongst those that we're moderating. But, you know, I suppose we won't really be holding our breath about whether that's going to be a, a near-term trend. Uh, there is some positives in that we're hearing that the, the pandemic supply chain pressures are starting to ease, but, of course, now being been hit by Russia, haven't we? And I suppose it's a, a case of, you know, can the world plug that supply gap uh, left by Russia? And now uh, yeah, we'll have to do that to, to get these inflationary pressures moderating, if at all. Uh, talk to me about Australia. Is low moving? Is he changing his mind here on the interest yeah. rates? He does appear to be, yeah. He, uh, Governor Philip Lowe the RBA addressed a summit on Friday. Now, Australia's been very much a sort of holdout in terms of saying uh, these inflationary pressures yeah, may well be transitory, they need to be persistent before we increase rates. Uh, they've actually said that they're not going to do so at all this year, or up until re- fairly recently. This view could be changing. He told uh, attendees on Friday at the summit that it was prudent to plan for interest rate Rises, and that would be the first time since November 2010. Uh, He was asked if it could come as early as June. He says that's guaranteed, not plausible. So, a bit of plausible deniability there, Mike, I suppose. Uh, either, Either way, he also painted the scenario potential of rates not rising to 2023 or 2024. Uh, suggesting that that might be possible if inflation wasn't sustainably in the 2-3% to range. But the market, they're pricing in five rate hikes this year. Uh, It has implications for the 1 million plus borrowers that have never experienced a rise in the cash rate in Australia. But I suppose one thing you could say, Mike, is that the Australian economy has done very well amidst the pandemic, particularly being resource-centric. Commodity prices are rising. And talking about Russia and the gap there, Aussie wheat producers are actually quite well placed to fill it. Uh, The forecast that record rainfall is going to see the average crop come out of a record uh, this coming year. So that's uh, good news. Good stuff. What are the numbers? So we've got the Dow, that was down 0.69% on Friday, 32,944. S&P down 1.3%. NASDAQ down 2.2%. So concern there over rate rises. We've got the Fed meeting this week, actually. They're expected to lift from 0 to a quarter percent FTSE as mentioned, up 0.8%. Nikkei down 2.1%. ASX 200 down 0.94%. Gold down $15.1988 an ounce. Oil that was up again, up 3.1%, 109 spot 33. And the currencies: Kiwi was lower against the US, 68 spot 09. 93.33 against Aussie, it was flat, 52 spot 21 against Sterling, 62 spot 36 against the Euro, 79.83 uh, that was higher against the Yen. And the NZ50 was down 0.88%, 104 points, 11.821. Very bright spots, including Meridian. We've got the GDP numbers out this week, Mike. 3% growth expected for the December quarter. you on you, mate. You have a good one. Catch up soon. Greg Smith, Devon Funds Management, Monday morning.